Okay, here we go. Parshas Kiseitse, the most mitzvot out of the whole Torah. Parshas Kiseitse, Tavshin Ayin Gimel, uh, with its 74 mitzvot. Just scheduling note, we, uh, this is the last year that we'll have from Chutzlaretz, from Kam Kaley. And next week, there will not be a shear up. I'll be traveling uh, during the week. There won't be a shear Parshas Kisavo. Feel free to listen to past year's uh, shiurim, which the, there should be a couple of Kisavo. But Hashem will pick up the following week with Nitzavim um, from Beit Shemesh Be'ezus Hashem. Again, those who uh, we thank everyone who has uh, volunteered to participate in our uh, building campaign, building a base classes where the Parsha shear uh, will Be'ezus Hashem be able to be broadcast from. Those who still haven't, please feel free to join. Nofeashemesh.com, uh, nofeashemesh.org, and uh, sign up and uh, tax deductible receipt in terms of doing such a great mitzvah of building a mikdash ba'at in Eretz Yisrael, which Bez Hashem will be a tool for more Habatzis Torah. Okay, Parshas Kiseitse. So we start off with a story that we have mentioned in other contexts. A number of the thoughts tonight we have mentioned in other Shiurim, but Kiseitse sometimes is the Parsha that we miss in terms of the traveling time. So this year, though, we have Baruch Hashem the chance to discuss it. And we'll start out with the story of the Yastrov, sir, and of Chaim Ozer. Our Boim Yakeno, the Pasuk says towards the end of the Parsha, our Boim Yakeno, Yosef, the source for Malchus, for 39 lashes, for most Averos in the Torah. Our Boim Yakeno, the Pasuk says 40, and as we know, Chazal Darshan, that really is 39. So Pamachas, the story goes, quoted here in Vekoras HaLashah Bezoneg, one time, Rebbe Chiel Michal Me'astravser, one of the sharpest uh, Rebbes, met the Godel Adar of Chaim Ozer the Achiezer. They were uh, visiting somewhere. Bikesh of Chaim Ozer, Rebbe Chiel Michal, Shiyagid Dvar Torah. Rebbe Chaim Ozer asks the Astravser, please, you know, Dvar Torah, I would love to hear it from you. And Rebbe Chiel Michal said, told him, a Dvar Torah Harifa Amokad Mo'od. He told him an unbelievable, unbelievable Harif thought. Anyone who ever seen anything in the name of the Astravser, many of his thoughts are mathematical and scientific. Very sharp. So Rav Chaim Ozer was, sh- was shaken. He's like, whoa. The Hechel says, wow, Rav Chiel Michel, Atak Avra Rabba. You are an amazing person. Gavra Rabba. Misha Omer Dvar Torah Mechudad. Anyone who says such a sharp thought in Torah, Adain, <coughs> that's a Gavra Rabba. Says the Yastrav are back to the Chaim, Rav Chaim Ozer. No, no, no. That's not what it makes, what makes a Gavra Rabba. Somebody says an amazing sheer, a sharp thought, that's not the definition in Chazal of what a Gavar Rabbah is. Who's a Gavar Rabbah then? Rechaim Ozer. What is a halachic definition? So it says Rechiel Michal. It says, look at the Gemara at the end of Makkas. A couple of blot towards the end. The Gemara there says, he quotes it on line 10. The Gemara says, Kama tipshim anoshim. Kama, how silly and foolish are some people. Hakamim l'fnei Sefer Torah, that they stand up when a Sefer Torah passes by, the Enam Kamim l'fnei Adam Gadol, and they don't stand up when an Adam Gadol walks by, when a Tabar Chacham walks by. Why? Why is that foolish? Because in the Torah, because a, a Tabar Chacham is even greater in a sense than a Sefer Torah. Why? Because in the Torah, it says, Arboim Yaken Lo Yosef, there are 40 lashes, and the Chachamim came with their tremendous power and took off one and reinterpreted it and made it 39 so you see, a Tabar Chacham is even greater in a certain sense. They can reinterpret the Pashas of the Torah. So how can people stand up for a Sefer Torah and not stand up for a Gavar Rabbah? Okay, Cesar, that's the Gemara. Cesar, Vichia Michal, I don't understand. If the Gemara wanted an example of the rabbis interpreting the Torah from its pshat, and it has to do with numbers and not to round off, there's an earlier source. Why do you have to go to Parshas Kiseitse? Our Parsha, Bam Yakenu Lo Yosef, why don't you go to Parshas Emor? Where the Pazak says in the middle of a Yikra, Tisperu Chamishim Yom, count 50 days from Pesach to Shavuos, and Chazal says, we know, count 49 days. If it's the 49th day, that's Virus Omer. 
So why didn't they go earlier? So Rav Chaim Ozer says, I don't know. Why? Says Rav Yechiel Michal, says, says what's it, what is the language of the Gemara there? They stand up for Gavra Rabba. They don't stand up for Gavra Rabba. And they stand up for the Torah. What's the definition of a Gavra Rabba? Not someone who comes up with a great thought, but uh, someone who relieves the suffering of a fellow Jew. Even a Jew who's a Russia who's getting Malchus. They took off one lash. That's a Gavarabba. Sheesh Lispar, our boy invitation, Wakab Chabishim, Ze Adayin Lopal Shumdavar. Avalahavchis, Maka Achas, Mi Yehudi, to take away one hit that a Jew will get, Ubakach Lokam, I love it, Saro, Ze Gavarabba. Gavarabba is someone who relieves the suffering of a fellow Jew. That's a Gavarabba. So that gets us started tonight, and now we go back to the beginning of the Parsha. Beginning of Kisayt say, we have, again, chock full of mitzvos. And actually, this following thought is not just at the beginning. We can go back to the beginning. But Rabbi Steinzaltz notes in his Sefer, in source number two, uh, that there are so many mitzvos. Again, 74, almost one-sixth of all mitzvos appear in this week's parasha, Kisaitzai. Is there any pattern to the mitzvos? If you start reading from the beginning, there are all types of mitzvos here. It's not like this certain, you not like Parsha uh, Chremos, which starts off with, has a section of all the Arias. So no major section with 30 mitzvahs in it. It's all different types of mitzvahs. Says Rabbi Steinzoltz, that interaction and that hitzarvus is exactly the message of Parshas Kiseitze. What does it say? Let's read his words in source number two. If one would ask what type of mitzvahs are in Kiseitze, most parshios you can figure out you know, the category of mitzvahs they are. But Kiseitze is hard. Which category of the Torah is it Osek in? Hachuvahi, the answer is that there isn't any specific category. It's not Osek in one area of Shulchan Aruch. Or, or one, Isser, Mamon, Tamei, Tar, Pater, Chayef. Doesn't, there's that limited. And therefore, you know what you see? You know what Kisait say more than any other Parsha? There are other Parshas that do it too. But more than any other Parsha, you know what the message of Kisait say is? There's no chilukim or categories of mitzvos. Yes, we have certain categories, and uh, Maisa, Yeshba Maisa, Embo Maisa, and Aseis, and Losa Aseis. We have all different types of categorizations. But ultimately, ultimately, it's one package. That's the message. The Torah never has categories of mitzvos. Chazal broke it up, and obviously it has to be broken up for various reasons. But ultimately, look in the Torah. The Torah makes no distinctions. It goes from here to there and there to here. Lorak. It's not only to our great surprise. There's no difference in the Torah between major and minor, big and small. You can have mitzvahs that seem major right next to mitzvahs that seem minor. We'd say certain yesodos and mitzvahs are pillars of the world. And in contrast, there are some that 
seem to be details, seem to be nitty-gritty, not so exciting, and yet the Torah puts them side by side with each other. B'Torah ein shum chaluka miminzeh. There's no such thing as distinctions. V'nireh. Shehevdo hazeh b'mitzvah l'mitzvah klal eino tofis makom. Even... In the Aseris Hadibros, which the Midrashim already say, oh, Benadam Lamakom, Benadam Lachavero, and Kibadav Aim is Benadam Lamakom. Even there, we've mentioned this, the Torah doesn't make any, the, the, in the Torah there aren't two Luchos. There, I mean, there are Luchos, but there, are, there isn't the distinction that we have of five and five. What does it say five and five? Maybe it was two and eight. Right, there are a lot more words in the first two Dibros than in the, in the first five and in the last five. The last five are very short. Very short. And even on the Aseris Adibros, explains Rav Steinzals, you have Gili Arayas, you have Shri Chazdamim, you have Avodah Zarah, and then you have others that one might not have put there, Lo Sachmod, Lo Sisa. Yes, they're serious, but are they like the big three? Are they like Shabbos? So even in the Aseris Adibros, why? It's all the same message. Says Rav Steinzals, it's one package. Second column. Shat Torah lo bok de losis ma'areches chukim. Amanasha anashim lo yivlu ishes re'ehu. Ukemochen barush atorah enana sefer refuos. It's not a history book. The Torah is not a medical journal. No. It is a book of life. Ha'uvdasha batorah yeshno irbov kazeh. The fact that there is, there is, it's not a mix-up. It is interwoven on purpose. The fact that the Torah does that, melamedas otonu limuda kirima od, it teaches us, Kabbalah Satorah is a package deal. Imanu makalu mesatorah, ein lonu derech elu lakabalah sakamoshihi, we accept it as is. Anu yecholu makabalah satorah, rakim nakabalah sakamoshihi, al kivim, all the ingredients. Because the Torah doesn't make any chilukim, so we can't make any chilukim. That's kiseitse. And we mentioned this in the past. We mentioned this from the Arachayim HaKadosh. A couple of years ago, we mentioned the Arachayim HaKadosh from Parshas Ekev. I didn't give it to you again, but feel free if you never saw it. Look it up in Ekev, beginning of Paraches. Kol ha-mitzvah sh'anochi mitzvah The entire mitzvah that I command you to do. What do you mean, kol ha-mitzvah? Kol ha-mitzvos. Why kol ha-mitzvah? So Rashi quotes to Pshatim. Uh, you have to finish the mitzvah, says the Arachayim HaKadosh. There are those that feel that they can pick and choose mitzvos. And if there are some mitzvahs they do, they don't, okay, HaKadosh Baruch Hu understands. I'm a this mitzvah man. This category of a mitzvah man. Says the Archaim HaKadosh is a package deal. And he gives the mashal. He says, you ever go to a doctor and let's say somebody's finger is hurting them. And they go to a doctor and the doctor says, and they say, doctor, you know, my, my pink is really hurting me. The doctor says, what are you, what are you complaining about? You have, nine other, you have nine other fingers. What's so, what's so terrible? Yeah, but this finger is killing me. So what? You have nine fingers. You know what? You also have ten toes. So you have, you have 19 digits. So one of them is not so good. What's the big deal? Don't worry about it. Obviously, we go to another doctor. We wouldn't, we wouldn't sit there and say, oh, it's only one finger. Every mitzvah is part of the organic world of Torah. And we can't be missing any. As the Sifrei Kabbalah explained, the Mishnah Brewer quotes it in, the, in his Akdama Tehilcha Shabbos, that every mitzvah is connected a part of our body, a sinew, a limb, a bone, and every mitzvah that we don't do will not give chiyus, won't be able to give chiyus to that part of the body, that limb, that sinew, lost the lavo, and will be missing that limb for eternity. It's a package deal, says the Arachayim HaKadosh, kol ha-mitzvah, the entire mitzvah, it's a whole body, all body of being in Eved Hashem. It's a package deal. We've also mentioned in the past the beautiful thought of the Ben Yehoyada, other, other, another chiluk that sometimes we try to make. Torah Shebech Torah 
a package deal. The Ben Yoyada emphasizes he deals with is the Ben Yoyada in Masecha Shabbos and Nachpeches, where the Gemara talks about Kafalem Harkegigas that Hashem held the mountain over us like a like a barrel. And the Gemara quotes the famous Chazal. HaKadosh Baruch Hu makes us a deal that we can't refuse for us to accept the Torah. Ask Tosas there in Shabbos, Anaf Peches. Why did we need Kafalem Arkagigis? If we already said Nasev and Ishma, it's on the same daf in Mesecha Shabbos, many answers given to the question. One of the answers, the Rishon, the Midrashim give, the Chizkuni quotes it, but it's, it's a Medrash, Torah Shebech Sav, Torah Shebech Peh. We were ready to accept Torah Shebech Sav. It's finite, it's small. Torah Shebech Peh. Oh. It's so big. There's so much. You go to a farm store. There's another 20 farm that I never heard of. Right? So it's so much. So for that, HaKadosh Baruch Hu says to us, you wanted it, but once you buy into the commitment, it's a package deal. There's no chilukim. Torah Shabbat and Torah Shabbat have to go together. And the Ben Yoyada adds, that's why the language of the Gemara, beautiful, is that he held the mountain over us like a barrel. What do you mean like a barrel? Just say he held a mountain over us like a mountain. What do you mean like a barrel? Explain the, explains the Ben Ishchai in his commentary, the Ben Yehoyada. No. What's a barrel? A barrel is you see the outside, you see the external, but the ichor is what's inside. There's so many droplets inside. A barrel is just the chitzoni, but the drops are inside. Kodesh Baruch Hu is telling us, you accept the Torah Shebech but Torah Shebech what's inside, is, is there so much of, and every letter of the Torah has so many drops of Torah Shebech in it. It's a package deal, and you have to accept both. That's the Rebbe Steinzals. That's what Parshas Kisei is. Yes, many Parshas, but there's no Parsha that is as chock full. Going from one mitzvah to the next mitzvah. Chazal pick on some of the smichus of the mitzvahs, as we'll talk about Bez Hashem soon. But Rabbi Shanzi's house in general, take a step back. All the mitzvahs here are interwoven. Back to Rabbi Steinzaltz on line 11. Yesh ma'at ma'od makomos. Bohem yesh ta'arobes kezushal. Dvarim gedol v'viktanim. Chashuvim yoser v'chashuvim pachos. Yom yom yim v'achirim. Daily mitzvahs, other mitzvahs. Kabo v'parsha azos. And it's to teach us that there's no chilek. Every mitzvah is a gesher, is a bridge to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. It's a string to climb up to Hashem. As the um, the Ali Shur writes, that every mitzvah, tzitzit is connected to Kol Torah Kula. Why? Because every mitzvah is like a string that is that is climbing us up, uh, uh, allowing us, Revolvi writes, to climb up to, to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. That's the mitzvah. It's a package deal. Okay. So now let's talk about some of the specific mitzvahs that are in the parsha, and we start off with the first two. The first couple of psukim are about Yifas Toar, and then we get into Ben Sorer Umore. Rashi quotes, "What's the connection? What's the juxtaposition between these two mitzvahs?" Rashi quotes, "If I take a Ben Yifas Toar, so then there's a good chance that I'm going to end up with a Ben Sorer Umore." That's Rashi. That's Rashi. Ask the Mepharshim. What kind of punishment is this? Okay, a person took a Yifas Toar. Which, by the way, there's one person in the Torah who is called Yifei Toar. Not in our Parsha. There's one woman in the Torah who's called Yifas Toar. Right? Back in Sefer Brachas. You can look it up. One of the Imahos. Says the 
but says Rashi here, uh, if somebody takes a halachi gifas Torah, they're going to end up having a bet Torah mora. Ask the Elahad Varm of Schlesinger. Why? Why such a punishment? Why such a punishment? Do we say that that um, just because you took a yifas Torah? Well, you want the answer? Yes, it's Rachel. Rachel Imein was called Yifas Torah in Pashas Vayetze. Anyway, so the answer of Rabbi uh, Schlesinger in Elahad Devarim, Umeoz line six in source number three. Why is that a punishment? Why is that a fitting punishment? Explains the Elah Hadvarim. It's not a punishment at all. It's not a punishment. It's a natural result of someone who acts in a way that he cannot control his taivas and he takes the Yifas Toar, he will end up having a Ben Sorer Line 13. V'nira Lomar, de Ben Sorer Umore, no Onesh Lazer, Shalokach Ish Yifas Toar. It's not an Onesh. Ela Shazu Totsa, Tivis Sichlis, Sichlis Vegyonit. It's a logical progression of what a child imbibes when he's younger. Shizema Shahasid Lateis Me Abba Kazer, Shahayeled Roez Ta'avosav. When a child sees that a father takes the Yifas Torah, he can't control himself, obviously a child mirrors the father. In this type of environment, in this type of avira, it's natural that you're going to get a child who can't control his tithes for meat, for money, for other, other, uh, in other areas. It's all about the avira that the parents create. And again, once the parents created, then it's up to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. The parents do the best they can. You can have the most wonderful avira. And yet, a child doesn't always follow perfectly in the way of the parents. But at least to give the child a chance, natural is a child sees what's valuable and the hierarchy of, of, uh, of values that a parent has. And where do you see this? He quotes the Yerushalmi. Yerushalmi quoted in the Tosas and Masechas Chagiga. In the Sugyas of Acher, Shuvu Banim Shovim Chutz Acher, remember the Sugya, that Acher, Lisha Ben Avuya, is driven away, and he hears all the boss calls, and they say Shuvu Banim Shovim, he can't come back, and he loses, he loses hope. What exactly made Acher do it? So the Yerushalmi tells a story about what happened at Acher's bris. When Elisha Ben Avuya was a baby, line 21, Avuya Avi Havi Migdoli Yerushalayim. Avuya, Acher's father, he was one of the greats of Jerusalem. Uvayom Shebalamahuli on the day of my Mila, all the great rabbis of the Yerushalayim came to the Mila. There was tremendous levity going on at the Seuda. Amri, Adalin, Askin bididu, naso bididan, or blessed Yeshua say, you know what? They're busy drinking and eating and and uh, having levity. Let's learn something. So he started at the bris. They started learning something in their corner. Yashu bidis asku bidivrei Torah. And what happened? Yarda eish ben Hashemayim veikifo. So all of a sudden, a fire comes down from heaven and surrounds them. As we know, there are various tanoim. You know, said ben Uziel, various tanoim that when they started learning, fire came down from Shemayim. So at the bris, there were a bunch of people eating and drinking and schmoozing, and a blazer of Yeshua. What they're learning? Omalon avuya abba, avuya says to them, Gavrin. My boss and Lizard Basie, you're going to burn down my house. What are you doing? The fire. Get the fire extinguishers. What are you burning down my house for? Amru lo chas No, it's not that type of fire. 
Avuya didn't recognize it. This is Eshat Torah. El Yoshvin Ayinu Vachosrin Debe Torah. We were chazring our Torah. Which he said in brackets. It's amazing that this came from Chazara. Not just from learning something the first time. From Chazara Bedafka. Something that we don't always like to do. But when we chazar something, and we chazar it 101 times, when we chazar and we gain insights into the same Torah that we learned, Chosrin Debe Torah. Maybe that's a, uh, that's an, this is a source that emphasizes Chazara. End quote. But either way, what do you see from there? They say we were learning. Mitar Naviim Naviim Luxuvim, line thirty-one. It's just like by Har Sinai. Don't you know Avuya? Lo beish nitnu. By Har Sinai, there was fire because it was given. So when we learn, it's like given from Har Sinai again, and that's why this fire. Right in the days of old, they used to stand when they learned because of the comparison to Har Sinai. Omar Avuya sees this and he says, "Wow, this is what happens to people who learn." It's such an amazing uh, thing to witness. Fire coming down from heaven. If this is what Torah does, that it brings fire from heaven, if this son grows up to be somebody, I hope he learns. Because, you know, I love this fire. It's really cool. Meaning, he had a wish. He was a type of person that wasn't interested in the learning Lashma. That's not what the bracha that he was giving to his child. He was saying, oh, I want my son to bring down fire. I want the theatrics of it. That's what Avuya was saying. And what happened? Because his kavana wasn't l'shem shamayim, so that is why what came of him became of him. Acher grew up, and we're not blaming this on the father totally, but Acher grew up in a house where the kavanas weren't totally l'shem shamayim. It was about external covid. It was about, oh, it looks cool to be learning. And therefore, you should be into learning. These are the values that Acher ingested. Ubechem line 34. Ha shel Torah. Yes, the emes is, Torah is great. hakif. Fire can't come down if we were on that level. But that's not why we're Osik in Torah. That's Kavana Psula. Why do we Osik in Torah? Because it's Torah Sashem. Not because of the covet. We have to run a Boreach Menachavod. And that's why Elisha Ben Avuya, who was Mechunach, who got this education in his house, obviously, he says, Ah, Kavid, he's looking for tit for tat, he's looking for results from his Torah. You can put all the stories in the various Gemaras about Acher relating to this. He says that's, it's a result of the education. Like a Yefas Torah would lead to a Ben Sorer Amore. And he said this is exactly, this is an Arab Schlesinger. This is exactly what the Gemara says in Mesechus Kedushin. On one of the versions that led Acher off, there are a couple of stories, what led him away. One of the versions is that he saw the tongue of Chutzbis Amaturgaman, one of the Asar Harugim Alchus. He sees the tongue that's on the floor. Well, Achachas Ba'afar, Rachman al Islan. Shaibo Dabar Acher. Ba'amar Lisha Ben Avuya. Peshevig Margolis, Lachach Afar. This tongue, this great Sadig, will we'll lick dust. He went out and, and he couldn't take it. So again, we all groan when we have this. But what do we say? What's our reaction? What has to be our reaction? We don't understand it. Even Moshe Rabbeinu couldn't understand it. But Acher, who was so focused, according to this pshat, on the result, on the covet that should come from Torah, and here it didn't come, that's what drove him away. But it's all from what he imbibed, ingested as a youngster. The Kivan Shara Shalot Tamid Yishkavan Torah, 
The whole house that his father built for him of Kavid, of Schar, says that that fell apart and therefore he couldn't take it anymore. Nimsa finishing up on line 47. onesh. It's not a punishment, it's not an onesh. It is the result of the education and personal example that he saw in his father's house. It was Kim'at. This is what he saw, this is what he this is what he believed in. He just ends off Al Derek Drush, he says, Maybe the call is the call. He didn't hear his father, the call of the Nikon of the Gemara and the Zmiris of Shabbos. Or the call of the mother, Moda'ani, in the mortar, in the morning. He didn't listen to his parents. Either way, that's a separate thought that he just adds on at the end. Okay. Moving right along. So, Ben Sora talking about it a little more, the Gemara tells us in Sanhedrin, Adaf Ayin Alf, I didn't give it to you, the Gemara says, we mentioned this in the past, there are three mitzvot that might not have ever occurred. And the only reason it's written in the Torah is Jerosh Vekabal Schar. There's a machlokas about them in, in that Gemara. The Gemara says, no, no, the quotes in Amor that says, I... I saw this mitzvah. Ben Sorer Mor is one of them. Right? Ba'is ha-menuke anir anidachas. I stood at the kever of, of a uh, Ben Sorer Mor. Either way, there is uh, at least an opinion that says that it never happened. So, it never happened. It doesn't really come up. One would not expect the topic of Ben Sorer to come up in a contemporary discussion of a contemporary issue. One wouldn't expect that. Ramosha Feinstein, though, felt otherwise. Ramosha Feinstein used this din, this mitzvah, in a tshuva that he wrote in 1973. In source number five, Ishun Samim, the Isser of taking drugs, Ramosha says. Ishun Samim. So we are not giving a shear on smoking now or, or marijuana, as we're going to see. That's not our, our, our purpose here. We're just going to see a Pose Kador who uses a mitzvah from the Torah in a contemporary question. That's what we're getting from Ramosha. Again, we're not going to do an, ex- an extensive, a totally, you know, all-inclusive discussion of this. We're just going to read his tshuva. So, as follows. Maravana, Moshe says. Ramosha was asked. So Ramosha was asked. So what is the Yisr? What is the Yisr of... Of, of doing this. There are many Isurim. But what does Ramosha say? There are a number of Isurim, and just just one shouldn't think that if there's an Isur that's not mentioned in the Shuva, that he's not including that. There are a number of Shuvas that Ramosha writes about these types of issues and many other postkim. We're just doing this Shuva, again, to emphasize that. Chada, number one. Number one, he's destroying his body. Destroying his body. It affects your body. The, you're wounding yourself with a needle and, you're, and you're, you're wounding the inside of one's body or hurting yourself. And if you find healthy, robust individuals that it doesn't affect their body, but it ruins my mind. I don't, I'm not there. I'm not a bardas in that regard. And I won't be able to understand. That is even more chamor, destroying the mind, not just destroying the body. Not only do I prevent myself from being able to learn Torah at that time, that 
But if you can't do mitzvahs, you can't put yourself in that situation. Yes, on Purim there is a special din of Adelo Yada. However, one understands that. But that's a special din as a zecher to the nace that occurred through wine, as the Rishonim write regarding Purim. And it's a unique, the Abu Dram writes, it's so unusual to have a mitzvah like that. But you know what? Once a year as a zecher to the nace that happened through Mishta. But that's it. Says Moshe, putting myself into any other state of not being able to use my mind is asur. I'm being makalkel, I'm ruining, I'm, I'm a shomer on my body. I don't own my body. I'm not a balabayas on my body. I have to take care of it. Va'od. That's one whole area of problem. Va'od says Reb Moshe, Shu goreim taiva gedola. I create a deep desire, a taiva, an obsession. Even more than, than eating. Obviously, eating you have to eat in order to live. But here, I am creating an obsession. And in that way, it will be create a habit that I will not be able to break. Many people cannot then control it. And it leads to others. And what's the Yisr of creating a tremendous taiva? Ah, that's our parsha. Because he has a tremendous, even though he has a tremendous taiva to eat kosher food, but that state is a ben soramor. You know how to do something to bring yourself to that. There's no tzarech. Right? Purim is different. But other than that, that's it. And even Purim, you have to know how to understand it. But says your Moshe, if somebody, somebody is ma'ashen samim, it's aser mishum the isra of Batsara Mora. Aser. V'yavshel ha'malkas, ne'emesh yinoshem and adin, mikolachem l'isura vade over alavzeh. Right, and, and ultimately it'll lead to other averos. So that's where he talks about our parsha. Just to add two other points where he, where he discusses this. The other point that he makes, fascinating, their emotion thinks of this issue, the ode, shaha'av v'ha'im shal elu shema'ashnin ze mitzta'arim ma'od asher over ha'mitzvah's kibbutah v'aim. Wow, that's an unbelievable line. Our behavior in life, besides everything that we're going to be held accountable for, if we cause any pain to our parents through our behavior... So that's a violation of Kibbutz Aim. Obviously, if our parents don't want us to do a mitzvah and we do a mitzvah, that's okay, because we have to listen to HaKadosh Baruch first. But if we're doing something wrong and we're giving our parents pain and saris, right, not just staying out late and giving them agas nefesh and we say we're going to be back by a certain time, which for sure is also part of Kibbutz Aim. But here, mitztar ma'od, because of the violation of Kibbutz Aim. Va'od, and there's a assay of Ashtoshim, T'yu, v'gamim garmali surab harbe achem levaze, and obviously everything that goes along with drugs, the other type of uh, behavior of ill repute that goes along with this type of behavior, and the type of chevra that a person is with, all of these, so v'davar hu pashutu barur, shalom isurim chamurim. So you see already, 40 years ago, Rav Moshe was asked this question, and he brought in Ben Sower Amorah, Rav Moshe saying that this mitzvah that might not have ever happened is chai v'kayam in contemporary issues. Okay. Moving right along. Parach of Gimel now. Again, so many mitzvahs that we could talk about. We'll talk about a couple more. Perach of Gimel, Pasik Dalit. So we are talking about here 
who one is allowed to marry, who one is not allowed to marry. Ammon and Moab are excluded. They're excluded. Agam Dorasiri, never, even 10th generation. Adavar, why? Because they didn't have a Karas Atov, they didn't bring out the Lechem and the Mayim to us, and they hired Bilam and Baor. Then Adomi, Adomi, we're not allowed to uh, totally reject somebody from Edom, Mitzri and Edom, not forever. Third generation convert, you have all meaning uh, if they convert, a Mitzri converts, they can marry a Mitzris that converted, till the third generation, then a Jew can marry them. Asks Rashi, asks Chazal, why Ammon and Moab, why is that worse than Edom and Mitzrayim specifically? Says Rashi, Lo Saev Mitzri, Mikol Vachol, Afapi, Shazarku, Zechorachem, Liyar, even, I'm sorry, the next Rashi, Baldim Ashi, Vodom Darshlishi, you have to have some Akar Satov, Rashi said earlier, because they had a place to live originally, but the third, the Pasuk Tess, Baldim Ashi, Vodom Darshlishi, the eventual third generation, that's okay. Vishar ha'umos mitar miyan, and other umos are immediate. Halamavta shahamachti la'adam kashalo minahargo. If I cause somebody to sin, it's even worse for that person than killing him. Shehahargo hargo ba'olam hazeh, vahamachti o motzio min olam hazeh umin ha'olam haba. Killing a person is only in olam hazeh. Being machti, being mesis a person. Is Olam Azeh and Olam Abab drawing them away from God. And that is why Edom Shekadlam Becherev Lo Nitav Vechein Mitzrayim Shetavum The Mitzrayim and the Edomites Right? Physical annihilation. So that's one level. Ve'elu Shehechtiyum Nitavu But Amon and Moab Moab, Bilam They were Machtias they, They're totally rejected. That's Rashi. Machtio Yoser Min Hargo. Says the Bear Yosef, after quoting this Chazal. Let me just add one point, says Rabbi Yosef Misalant. When we talk about causing somebody to sin, obviously we know, we're not gonna, we don't want to cause anybody to sin. Machtio Yosef Min Hargo. Says the Bear Yosef, we think this doesn't apply to us. It doesn't apply to us. We're not being machti anybody. Says the Bear Yosef, it's not so simple. We don't get off the hook so simply. Not only someone who actively causes someone to sin is called a machti. What if I could do something to help this person not sin? He's sinning without me. But I could do something that can make him not sin. And I didn't do it, that's also called machtio. Very scary comment by the Ber Yosef. What does the Chazal say? Machtio is Chamer Yosef in Ahargo. Says the Ber Yosef, Machtio includes someone who doesn't help someone who is being chote. And I have the power and the wherewithal to help him. That's also considered machtio. Where do you know that from? Where do I know that if I don't stop someone from doing an Avera? Obviously, lifne iver means I help them do an Avera. But what if I'm not, I'm just not involved? They're doing it. I could give tochacha, I have a way to prevent it, and I don't. How do you know that's called machtio? You know it from last week's parsha. You know it from the par- section of Egla Arufa. Egla Arufa, as we know, what does it say in the end of last week's parsha? This is a kingdom, say, lo yodeinu lo shafchu asadamazeh, ve'neinu lo ra'u. Our hands didn't spill this person's blood. Our eyes didn't see. 
And the Mishnah asks in Sota, V'chiyal da'atenu, I'm on line 11, V'chiyal da'atenu also, Shezikne bezdin shofchei damimheim? Do I really think, do we ever entertain the possibility that the Zakanim of the city are the murderers? Ella, what does Chazal say? Shelobali yadenu upatranuhu belomazon. They didn't come to us and we let them go without food. That didn't happen. It's not like we saw them and then let them go out alone. No, we would have been malava them. Upirish Rashi, right? That's Hainu Yadinu Loshafhu. Rashi says, what does it mean, Yadinu Loshafhu? We didn't spill the blood. We didn't have them and let them go without Levaya and without Mazon. What's that mashma? That if they would have been with us and they would have gone out without Mazon and Levaya, meaning we wouldn't have helped them and then they would have gotten killed, then we would be held responsible. Even just by not helping. We didn't kill the person. But what's, what is the mashmas of that chazal? What do they say? Well, we didn't, we didn't let him go without Levaya. If we would have let him go without Levaya, it would be Shvi Chazdamim? Says the Bar Yosef, yes. It's clear from chazal. That's what it would be. Bottom line. Umavur mikan. Dimhaya bali adam. Vayupotrimoso below mizonos o below levaya. If that would have been the case, hayu nechshavim kishofchei damim. We would have been shofech damim, like it says in the Dharmi quotes, if somebody's not mavakar cholim. Why? Because that removes some of the sickness. If I don't do something, where I can help, that's considered hargo. That's considered machtio. That's considered all of these. Because Klal Yisrael are Revim Zelazeh. Because Klal Yisrael are all together. Well, the Fiza, last paragraph. Yotze, the Kivan Shamraha Machtio, Harukilu Hargo. Machtio is worse than Hargo. And even more Chomer than Hargo. Mimela Muvan, Shagamba Machtio, Kachiyamida. We realize if by real murder, not helping is considered murder, then by hate also, not helping is called Machtio. The same idea. And therefore, says the Ber Yosef, we have to be so, so careful in every situation that we see and we know about a fellow Jew who we might be able to help and they're doing something wrong and we might be able to help them. Again, we have to realize what will be heard and what not be heard is one of the hardest, most difficult and challenging mitzvahs I say there are to do, the mitzvah of Tochacha. Too much, too little, it's such a fine line. But the Bar Yosef says, if it's, you know, it's hard, we have to do it. And we have to make sure that we are not standing idly by as our friend falls into the abyss of sin. We have to make sure that we are doing whatever we can in order to help them. Okay, so two mitzvos related now coming up to Shalom Bayis. We mentioned in the past that there are many mitzvahs in this, in this parsha related to marriage, who one is allowed to marry, who one is not allowed to marry, and um, nations, and Shana Rishona, and if there is a mitzvah of marriage, Ki'ikach, Kiddushin, Gerishin. We mentioned a couple of years ago a thought from Rav Yaakov Kamenetsky about why all these mitzvahs are in Sefer Dvarim, while Sefer Dvarim seems more about seaboard type of ideas. Okay. Feel free to do that. We're going to have a different thought from Rav Yaakov, but first we start with a thought from Rav Pincus. Thought from Rav Pincus. Says Rav Pincus, the Gemara tells us of Masechah's brachas in the first parak. When a person used to get married. What happened? They used to say matzah or motza. What is matzah or motza? Matzah dechsev, matzah isha, matzah tov. Matzah dechsev, as it says, past. 
Mati isha mata tov. Mota does it present tense. Umotziani marmi maves esa isha. I find bit more bitter than death esa isha. And all the mafarshim ask on that Gemara, what does this mean? Matza, motza, past is good, present is not good. Says Rav Pinkus, something that we have to remember no matter what stage of our lives we are at, single, newly married, recently married, long married, very long married, Venera Levire. Says Rav Pinkus, Shenir Mazkan, Shemisha Pamachas, Matza Isha, Ve'enobode Koyom, Imhimatima Lo Olo, we get married. We love our wives. We find we find each other amazing. We can't stop talking about each other. We are blissfully, you know, loving it. And we get married. And life goes. Says your Pincus, our attitude has to be, this is my most amazing wife. It's not like every day is going to be another Mivchan. Every day is going to be another Badika. Oh, every action that takes place, I'm going to rethink and reevaluate. No! Matza Isha Matza Tov. You found your soulmate. Everybody has faults. Everybody has little things. When two people come and start living together, obviously, there's going to be some tension that has to be worked out. You have two different people becoming one. But Matza Isha Matza Tov. Motze. If it's Motze, every day I'm being Choshi Mechadash. Is this the right person for me? Is this the one? Is this my Zivug? Is this my other half? Says that's, says that's not how we, we can live a marriage. There's nothing egregious going on here. Nothing egregious. There's no Erevaz Dovar here. It's just regular life headaches. Right then, we have to realize. doesn't mention it, but we know, many have mentioned, we live in the disposable generation. We live in, I don't like something, you know, you know, get a new one, get a new plate, get a new, you know, food, right? There's everything disposable, glass bottles, the disposable generation. We could just get new things. Every couple of years, well, lease a car, get a new car. The disposable generation. Chas v'shalom. We can't have that by relationships. HaKadosh Baruch Hu doesn't want us to have a marriage like that. Matzah isha matzah tov. Matzah. There was an original moment where Pam says, every couple of months or years or days, Rav Pam writes, there's one amazing thing about a wedding. Bizman azeh. Right? All, the, all, the, all the flowers and the dresses, there's one thing, and that's a marriage album. A wedding album. Because you can look back at that and see how happy you are. Says says Pam, something happened? Open up your wedding album. Sit together on the couch and look it over. Says, that's Matzah Isha Matzah Tov. And says your Pinkus, you know what? HaKadosh Baruch Hu treats us that way too. Where... The Pazik says in Yirmiyo, we read this, the Haftorah for Rosh Hashanah. Ko Amar Hashem, Matzah Chain Bamidbar. What did Hashem found Chain? What does that mean? Acharei Hashem Yisbarah Bochar Ba'am Yisrael Bo'tziyam Yimitzrayim. Once he chose us, Me'ata, Ein Hadveka Shalonu Ba'gadosh Baruch Hotulia B'matzah Ve'enu Korega. Hashem doesn't wonder every moment. Am I going to keep this nation? Am I going to keep this nation? They, they really sinned against me? No, he doesn't check us, Tadir. That's it. We're connected. We're married to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Zeu! And that's what he says. He continues. We're a nation that was the... the we ran out from a war. Says your Pincus, what's, what's the message of that? He says, he says, a man gets married. The kawa under the chuppah is beautiful, is gorgeous, the makeup, the dress. And after the, the wedding and after the shavarach, he goes home and his wife's wearing regular clothes. And he says, did I marry this woman? 
Did I marry this woman? I don't remember marrying this woman. Right? She looked much different. But what about the opposite? If the woman is a regular, she's wearing regular clothes. And not that she would be wearing regular clothes at the wedding, but he's just giving a mushal. He says he wouldn't be able to say that afterwards. That, oh, it's a mechatos, I didn't realize. HaKadosh Baruch Hu took us out, I'm Sri Dekharev, we were so low. We had nothing, and still he took us out, and still he wanted us. When we were Shaku and the Memteshare Tuma, HaKadosh Baruch Hu says, no, 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 this is me. This is my marriage. I am married to Am Yisrael. I am the Chassan, they are the Kala, and we are together. Matzah Chain Bamidbar. That's what our marriages should must be. Right, matzah. We have our wonderful other half, our other, our, our the one that makes us whole. Matzah. Not every day is a test. We could have to figure out how to make it better and how to be uh, b'shalom. But matzah isha, matzah to versus motze. One thought. The other shalom bias thought I wanted to mention was the Rabbi Yaakov, where Rabbi Yaakov takes a source and turns it on its head for us. So we know Pasuk talks about. Kikach ish isha, right? A couple of uh, parach of dalid, pasuk of marriage, pasuk of shalom bayis. There is an amazing mishnah, an unusual mishnah, all the way at the end of Masechah's Gitta, Nadav Tzadi, where the mishnah quotes three different opinions, basis for divorcing one's wife. And Beis Hillel, you wouldn't have thought he would say this. Beis Hillel says, Afilu tavshilo. If she burns the food, that's enough basis for divorce. Beis Hillel. Rabbi Akiva, who we know had an unbelievable relationship with his wife. Even if he finds someone more beautiful than her and nicer than her. What is going on here? Rabbi Akiva, Beis Hillel? Obviously, this is not meant to be taken literally. So what does it mean? It says of Yaakov, it's just the opposite of what it seems to mean. The Torah is telling us the high, ideal standard of what the Torah demands from a married couple. Each spouse has to think about the other one, that they are the best. They're the best for me, they're the smartest, they're the most wonderful, they're the most beautiful. That's what we have to, that's what we have to feel. And we have to train ourselves to feel that way. And that's what the Sefer Chinef Sashadari Shona is all about. If there is a possibility, says Rabbi Yaakov, that I think someone else is more beautiful in a mahuti way, that's a red flag. That's a reflection that there's a problem here. Not that that's a reason. It's what we would call in Lumdis. It's not a siba, but it's a siman, says Rabbi Yaakov. It's a siman that I, I better start working on the marriage. If she burns the food and I get upset about it, that's not reason to divorce, but that's reason to look back and make sure that divorce doesn't happen. Because if I get up, if a person gets upset at their wife for burning the food, there's something wrong there. Line 17. A person doesn't see a chova for himself. It's only on somebody else. If I'm margish, a problem with these minor, minutia, if I feel a taina that she burned the food, it must be I, I don't feel the unit because if my if I'm hammering something in and my right hand bangs a nail onto my left hand, my left hand doesn't get upset at my right hand because we're a unit. Then I realize these things happen and it was an accident. 
and that's how we have to look in marriage too, because we're one unit. The fact that I feel that way is a red flag, and I better shape up my marriage before something something more serious happens. And he said this is a very high level. Two different people coming together and being ma'achid, it's k'neged teva, like the Gemara compares it to Kriyas Yamsuf. But, just like a Kaddish Baruch Hu is Mishana the Teva, we could be Mishana the Teva too. We could become a unit, we could see our wives, like the, the Sheva Brachas Torah, or like they say it by the Bracha, like we compare in one of the Sheva Brachas, that the Chaz of the Kalash could, should be like, Ki Ganeiden Mikadem, why do I, what's Ganeiden? Because the Ganeiden, Adam and Chava were the only people there. The only people there. It's not like Adam had someone else to think it was more beautiful. She was the most everything. That's the bracha we give to the chas and the kala. This part of Rabbi Yaakov. They should each feel that the other one is the most everything in all ways for the rest of their life. Okay, just finishing up. One final last thought. The last thought that we're going to say here from Chutz Laaretz for this summer, Tavshinai and Gimel, as we head back to Eretz Yisrael again. Next week there won't be a shir. Next year will be from Arsenu Akdosha from Beit Shemesh. Perach of Gimel, we'll pick up with Nisavin, Perach of Gimel, Pasik Chaf Aleph. Pasik tells us, the Isser of Ribis, Lo Sashik Laachicha, Neshach Kesem, Neshach Ochel, one can't take Ribis, one can't take interest. Lanach Ritashik Laachicha, Lo Tashich, Lomani Varecha, Hashem Lokecha, so that Hashem gives you a bracha, Bechol Mishlach Yadech, and everything you do, Al Haaretz, in Eretz Yisrael, Asherata, Vasham Alarishta, that you go to inherit. Ask the Malbim. It's usually Al Haaretz, usually when Eretz Yisrael is described in the Torah, it's Al Haaretz HaTova Asher Nasalach, that Hashem is giving you. The focus is on God, the focus is not on us, usually by most occurrences of Eretz Yisrael. So why here, in the context of Ribis, there's a connection here between Ribis and Eretz Yisrael, why here is Eretz Yisrael specifically noted as Asher HaTova Shama, that you are going into inherit, as if we are getting it by our own rights and not being given to us by HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Says the Malbim in the last source, how do we get over Ribis? How do we not take Ribis, take interest? If we have proper emuna that HaKadosh Baruch Hu is giving us our Parnasa, then we'll be zochet to have a tremendous Parnasa even without taking Ribis. Says the Malbim, if we have the emuna that HaKadosh Baruch Hu gave us this special land of Eretz Yisrael, and that's where he wants Jews to be, then we'll be zochet to it and through it, even without the matana element from HaKadosh Baruch Hu, but magialanu. If we have that emuna, the more we have that emuna and the faith in the land, the more the faith where the land itself will give to us and will develop that deep connection to it. It's the more, the more we feel, the more we'll get. The more we realize that Kodesh is in charge of our Parnasa, the more we won't have to rely on the Ribis, and the more Emuna, the more we'll get the connection to Eretz Yisrael. And that's exactly the parallel to Parnasa. We should all be Zochet to realize that connection that every Jew has to Eretz Yisrael. And HaKadosh Baruch Hu should soon not only give us Eretz Yisrael and not just the Kotel, but give us the entire base of Migdash. And all Jews should be able to celebrate this year's Yomim Noroyim and this year's Chagim in Eretz Yisrael and Yerushalayim Bimheira V'Yameinu.